Yes, guys. Um, welcome to another episode of podcast. Stake <laughs> <Stake and> podcast, <laughs> and I am privileged to have uh, Pastor Walter, Mr. Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say Amen? <laughs> so, um, before before we were actually. Um, Recording this, we were actually talking that uh, how should I <laughs> introduce him, and then he said I should call him uh, Mr. Walter Mirando. And um, I just wanted to let you know, you guys, that he's my uh, he's my pastor at the church that I go to, Redemption Center, and he's a marriage counselor there. So um, I've went through his his hands and. Um, I believe I've, I've brought you guys uh, some good material. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to welcome uh, Pastor Walter. Thank you very much, Shepard, for welcoming me. You know, I'm actually just thinking right now, you're mentioning it, to say that you went through my counseling course. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's a lot of credibility right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, to yeah, say, no, guys, this is the guy that taught me, you yeah, know, sure. and, and now I'm bringing him here. I think that's very interesting. Mm. Um, I think it's not biased, right? No, it's it, it is not because uh, I think even before, because because remember, I think we we had a very close relationship when I was still overdosing yeah. with my with my current wife or with my yes. wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to say with your wife. With my wife, we yeah, English is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so with my wife, so I remember you you the counseling that you used to have to mm-hmm. to, to have for the both of us mm-hmm. and uh, the one thing that you actually taught us which we need to go back to because we kind of like slowed down on it was mm-hmm. having a book where you have meetings oh yes so we actually got that from you we actually did it and i think mm-hmm. when we got married we were like oh okay so what <laughs> and and it, uh, what we what we're noticing now that those meetings are actually very much important mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. those meetings, at least when you're sitting down with your with your, because back, back then we were, uh, what we use in the circular where we say girlfriend and boyfriend, yeah, yeah, is we used to sit down and deal with it as if it's a business. This is a business, Amazing. no emotions. So I've learned a lot from Pastor Water, guys, and, yeah. and that's the goal for those meetings. Yeah, you know when I when I when I tell people to do it, the people that actually go and do it. They see some amazing results because people think naturally relationships can just happen, you know. But if you actually look at your relationship as a business, to say, no, every company, every institute, every organization, every organized setup has to have meetings, you know, where people sit down with an agenda and they map out the plan of what they want to do for their tomorrow. And it's very critical, you know, even in relationships, if you look at it like that, you realize that, no, let's sit down. Let's talk about what are we really doing here. You know, you actually start to put direction into your your relationship, and it makes a difference between relationships that have direction and relationships that, after five years, you know, people are just do boyfriend and girlfriend. You're like, where are you guys going after five years? You know, so those meetings are very critical. They literally probably solve a lot of problems and avoid problems for couples, especially when you are starting. You know, as you go along the way most of the conversations that you have in those meetings become natural. But as long as they are not yet natural, you definitely need those meetings. I'm happy to hear that you consider. No wonder why you are here. <laughs> Still happily married. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, I actually learned a lot uh, from, from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe just for our listeners, um, mm-hmm. why, why 
we can just start from there, just moving forward. Yeah. Uh, why, why would you say that it's important for um, for people to take those those meetings first of all, and mm-hmm. also seeing a relationship as a business? Because yeah. when I heard that from the from you for the first time, I was like, okay, yeah, this yeah. is very new. So why should people take relationship as a business and mm-hmm. those those like maybe just go to dive a little bit more on those? Yeah. 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 Cool. We can actually go there. Um, that's a very good question. Um, I, I don't know where I caught the wisdom from, um, but but with my with my wife when we when we started, because I had been in a relationship in the past and a lot of things had happened, you know. And learning from experience, I realized that no man, you need to be very intentional if you are to succeed in anything in life, you know. So anything that you are not intentional about, you hardly can, you, you lack direction and you won't even know when you get to where you wanted to go, you know. So because of, I think probably my past experiences, I really wanted direction and I really wanted to be in control of how things should go, you know. When, when I got into a relationship with my wife um, some years ago, I think we, we yeah, it's been it's, 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 time, yeah, it's been yeah, a long time, yeah. That's 20, 20, 20, 2013, mm-hmm. June. Yeah, that's that's a long time ago. That's so that's nine time, years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I got into a relationship with her, um, I sat down and thought to say, no, I need to be in control of the future that I want to build with this person. And the best platform to do that is to have a platform where we sit and we discuss together, you know, instead of assuming, sit and discuss and agree on actionable plans, agree on things that we need to work on, you know. And when we did that, I think we started seeing, I started seeing a change in my relationship with her. You know, when you look at me and my wife, we opposites, literally in everything. It had to take a lot of intentionality to bring each other into our worlds to say, look, this is me, this is, you know. So in those meetings we used to talk, it were, they were very raw. So when we said, I remember the first agenda, we, we were sitting in Steers, yeah. um, Cape Town. Sure. You know, we sat there, I think we, we spent about, I think, well, about 70 rand that date. Okay. You know, and I had, a, I had my notebook. She was white, and my wife looked at me. She was my girlfriend at that time. You know, she looks at me. She's like, "Okay." And then, yeah. you know, what are what are we talking about here? Sure. What are you writing? Mm, you know. Mm. So we sat, and and I and and I pitched the vision to her to say, "Look, I want us to to document our journey. You know, our success, our plans, our failures, our weaknesses, our strengths, so that we learn and not forget tomorrow where we have come from." You know, when we sit down today and we look into that book, some some of the things we laugh, we're like, oh, wow, do you remember that we were still saying our goal for next month is to save 300 rand? Oh, you know, that, yeah. that was a goal mm, in that time, mm, you know. Mm, mm. And, and when we look at it, we're like, ah, 300 rand. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing when you see where the Lord has taken you from and how you can become you know, something beautiful when you are intentional about it. So with those meetings, literally the main goal is to say, bring yourself and your partner into one place and discuss, you know, objectively, not, you know, when you have those conversations, you are walking or you are watching a movie and all of a sudden you are discussing things that, you know, shift your relationship. 
So the foundations of a relation, you can't be discussing some things in a movie setting, you know, or in a taxi, or you're in an Uber, now all of a sudden you are talking about your your three-year plan to say okay so when we're getting married you know this is what we need to do when we get married this is how we're gonna do things you know it's it's not how we do things yeah. that that system doesn't work um at all so you realize that um as a people we as a couple we decided i you know i i, I had to convince my wife in this and then she mm. bought into it okay. she was like okay let's see how it flows you mm. know and 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 she and I think I think it's one quality that I love about her that she could trust me with some crazy ideas sure. that I would come up with, yeah. you know. And we sat down in our first meeting. We decided to say, okay, when do we want to get married? You know, um, I think I like you, and I would like to see this going far. You know, when when do you think we would like to get married? We set some goals. We set some milestones in the process. When. When do you think would be the best comfortable time for us to do family introductions? When can we do Lobola? When do you think, you know, and she was very, you know, engaging in those stories. And what she liked about it was the sense of direction that was coming from that. And sure. it also gave a, you know, assurance to say, at least I'm in a relationship with someone who is trying yeah. to go somewhere with me. Most girls get caught up in a place where they are not sure if this guy you know, is thinking long term with them or not, yeah. or the guy just wanna be happy, you know, with them. So, so that was the story. And in those meetings, we used them mainly on the communication side. You know, when you meet a new person, when you start in a new relationship, there is that part where you know, it's. I think my pastor always calls it the excitosis phase, yeah. where you are just too excited about mm. everything, everything about this person. Yeah. They come, they see you today, their hair is not combed, you are excited, <laughs> you know. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere it looks nice. <laughs> exactly, you know. And, and, and yeah, so because of that, um, we, we literally sat down and we said, no, for this relationship to mature, we have to start discussing things that are uncomfortable, sure. you know, and we would sit down and we'd be like, okay, so we, 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 we called them uh, monthly business meetings. Yeah. So we'd sit down at the end of the month, we're like, okay, cool, so what are the good things that I've done this month? You know, where can you tick? You know, did I do anything that was exciting? Are you happy in the relationship? You know, there's a golden question that, you know, when you ask your partner in a relationship, you usually get a good good feeling of what's going on it's in their feedback, mind. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes you might be burning with love, yet they are not. Mm. You know, so you ask them, you know, on a scale of one to five, um, how happy are you with this relationship? Sure. You know, and if they are honest enough, they will let you know. No, you know what? I'm somewhere around four. I'm somewhere around three. You know, when you get that answer, um, it's not an opportunity for you to be like. You see, with everything that I've been just, doing for I you. I just bought you something. <laughs> you know, with everything that I've been doing for yeah, you, you're telling yeah. me you are one or two. No, yeah. it's not the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason is, the reason for those meetings is for you to build mm -hmm. what you have together. So your question is, should be, instead of saying, ah, with everything that I'm doing, all this effort, you are not seeing it, you'd rather say, well, I get it. Um, three out of five, you know, not bad. At least, at least it shows that I'm present in the relationship, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, what can I do to get to five? You know, that's an important question. Mm -hmm. You know, what can I do to get you to five? To a point where you are like, you know what, five out of five, I'm happy. It's possible yeah. for someone that you are in a relationship to be happy five out of five. Mm -hmm. You know, when they look at the relationship, they're like, well, 
I don't think there's anything that we need to work on. I don't think, you know, everything that you are doing is, I've been getting that compliment from my wife for, for a very long time. Oh, that's I'm like, nice. is there anything that I need to improve? You know, sometimes I have to come up with sneaky words and try to catch her, you know, in the, yeah, to trap yeah. her in her world so that I see <laughs> if she's really, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's been for a long time. She's just saying, yeah, I'm happy. I'm super happy. I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I'm like, okay. Is there anything else? Okay, mm. can we do six out of five? Is that mm. possible? You know, so meetings like that, um, you also get an opportunity to discuss issues. Mm. You know, literally to say, ah, you know what, um, this month I wasn't happy uh, when I saw this happening. And when you did this, I felt like this. And this is how it affected me. I'm not sure what you were thinking, you know, or I'm not sure how you were seeing things when you did this or when this happened, you know, let's discuss it. And you literally discuss it on a face-to-face -face mm -hmm. kind of story because most couples these days, they talk over WhatsApp, you know, send a WhatsApp message. Hey, you said something that I'm not happy with. The person replies with, with a GIF, with an emoji, mm -hmm. you know, and we're like, ah. You know, how does the communication flow? Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, so that was the platform where communication became cemented in my relationship. And every couple that does that, communication becomes very easy. They mature very quickly in their relationship to an extent where they can discuss anything, you know, in, in a very comfortable space where they know that, you know what, we can sit down. Well, if you do something wrong, I don't have to fight about it today. You know, if it's not that agent or, you know, I can keep it and we can discuss it in our monthly meeting. And we talk about growth, we talk about mistakes, we encourage each other. We leave that meeting, everybody is happy, everybody knows direction. We set goals for the next month. You know what, next month let's go out, you know, to this place, let's do this, let's do this. We, we used to schedule a lot of picnics. Sure. Uh, we went to a lot of picnics <laughs> with, with my yeah. wife. Sure, um, sure. The other day, we, we were just passing by Seapoint, and I'm like, hey, remember that place nice. that we went? <laughs> and, yeah, you know, sure. now, now, now we passed the park, and the mm. park has changed. They've done so many nice things. Sure. And I remember, I'm like, remember we did a park here mm. for, for 30 Rand? You wow. know, we, we, we did a wow. picnic there mm -hmm. for, the, for the whole day. Not, not 30 Rand for, it was 30 Rand for the whole, the whole day. day yeah. You know, the things that we bought, we just bought fruits, she baked muffins. And, and that was it, mm. you know. Mm. And even to get there was an, was an interesting story. Mm. But, you know, with, with all of those things, it's things that were not just coming from, say, being spontaneous. We were intentional. Yeah. To say, no, we need to go out at least every weekend. You know, let's meet on Saturday. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. And that really helped us. And every relationship, I think, that every couple that has the courage to actually just sit down and discuss the relationship and not live in assumptions or think that this person um, is seeing or understands or feels or knows where I want to go with this thing. You know, it's different. So it's very important for every couple to intentionally sit down and discuss the business of the relationship. You know, not to discuss about anything else, about the movies, about, you know, discuss the relationship. Business, You're yeah. discussing the two of you and how you are interacting with each other and where you think you are going with each other. I think that's very critical. If people can do that, you can easily pick up that your power. This, this person you're trying to build a future with doesn't see any future with you. You know, any guy that is not serious with you, the moment you start bringing up something like that, you will start to see him drawing back. Resistance, uh, yeah. Because you, you, you're bringing him into a zone that he doesn't want, but he just wants to enjoy, you know, your company. <laughs> 
he's looting exactly what pastor was teaching yeah, you know yeah. in the afternoon <laughs> you know to say the guy is just is just chowing you and that's all sure. for free mm. and that's what mm. he wants but if you bring a person into that environment where you intentionally are discussing the business of this relationship you realize that well are you in the same place together are you going the same direction or are you not and also the mentality you know when you think of a business every business has to make profit sure you know um many people are in relationships where they they are always making a loss every single day and loss you're not talking about money um in a relationship i i watched tinder swindler recently oh okay <clears throat> okay <laughs> it's an interesting one sure, you know sure. it's, a, it's, a, it's a very interesting it's one a businessman who's always winning <laughs> exactly you know it is relationships so so when you look at it it's not only just on the on the financial side of things when you look at it but loss in a relationship manifests in you know your your emotions your feelings that you're investing the time that you are investing in this person i mean if you are in a relationship with a person who is playing with you for 2 years how much worth is your 2 years you know of time with a person yeah. you know you realize that no 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 that's a big loss that you can't afford you know there is nobody who should afford even to spend a month with a person who is not serious with them in a relationship you know because it's it's just too much this is you this is your life you know so when you literally look at your business like that um as a relationship um the profit that you see in relationship is growth in relationship in connectivity you know um in maturity in the relationship where you realize that you're no longer fighting you know you have fixed all the problem you're not having any issues to fight about you have clear direction clear sense of purpose going the same direction and everybody is happy you can actually have a fulfilling relationship as you walk towards marriage and even in marriage you continue the same relationships you, this this the same discussions the same meetings you literally realize that you you can have a fulfilling marriage that literally has no no hassles because you're being intentional about reducing you know risks and reducing losses um in your love relationship and everything becomes perfect yeah i think i like i like i like that a lot um but what it taught me was um i remember when you said that we should write that and if let's say for example they like you were saying now <laughs> if there's something that your your girlfriend or my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. uh did which was wrong mm-hmm. so what i've learned a lot from that approach is it helped me to be patient with with her at the time mm-hmm. because um you're still getting to know each other and yeah. there's weird stuff that they'll be doing which in your world doesn't make sense yeah. and vice versa yes so that helped me to be so so patient yeah. so because they would do something which i'm like okay i don't understand this and i'm like okay i have a meeting where i'm going to be addressing and i mm-hmm. like i like how mm-hmm. the, the the setup because mm-hmm. you bring it up yeah. and so this is this is what you you did mm-hmm. um you were chewing mm-hmm. uh, meat like this <laughs> i don't like when you eat like this it makes me feel like this exactly and 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 it's that acknowledgement of how someone feels mm-hmm. if because some some of the some of the things you realize okay these are tedious things but yeah. 
the the avoiding of conflict yes it's, it's very much important important because yeah. was it tedious to use not tedious to me it's not yeah so it's i not. actually love that approach because it allows us to be uh, forbearing with each other exactly. and actually talk talk through talk things through mm-hmm. when we're having our meeting so i really love that that approach it, it, it's it's really amazing I, I love what you're saying to say avoiding conflict because you see um, in relationships, most of the times, you chances are, I'm, I'm yet to meet a couple who are exactly the same in everything they do. Um, I've seen lawyers, most lawyers don't want to marry lawyers. I've seen doctors, doctors don't want to marry doctors. <laughs> yeah. um, I've seen people don't want to marry somebody who, you, you will find it very hard to be attracted to somebody who is exactly like you. Mm. Almost every relationship, even if you look around you, you literally see that you you see people that are completely different. Those are people that are attracted to each other and they're coming together. So when you look at this, you realize that you're coming from different worlds, you know, and to start with, you are a male, you are a female, you are a man and a, and a, and a woman, and you're mm-hmm. coming together. That's yeah. a difference a already on, difference, it, on, yeah. on its own. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so coming into one circle and you want to be in this one circle, you will realize that somewhere, somehow, you will not agree on everything. Yeah. You know, and those meetings are very beautiful for discussing such things. You know, to say, you know, bring your reasons, bring your reasoning. Let me understand how you feel about this. What do you think? Okay, what's making you think like this? Why are you, why are you feeling so strong about this? You know, and you you will realize that probably exactly what you're saying to say something that is very small, trivial to me is not the same for you. It's different to you. It's a big thing, but for me, I'm like, ah, that's nothing. Yeah. You know, you know. Maybe I recently was talking to 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 to, to a couple. Um, and, and the guy made a joke that didn't really sit in well yeah. with the lady. And, and, it's always and guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't yeah. agree with you on that one, but, <laughs> but we'll, we'll allow it for now. Sure, so, sure. so you look at it, um, he, said, he said a joke, you know, and you know, they, they're just starting in the relationship and, and he said a joke and the joke wasn't funny too. And then now all of a sudden he sees the face has changed. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah, it's a joke. And then she's like, how do you joke with that? How do you joke like that? How is that a joke? Yeah. How is that a joke? And then the guy all of a sudden he sees that the, the laughter environment has disappeared, yeah. evaporated. It's no longer there and there's a different face that's sitting with him here. You know, and, and how do you... How do you navigate something like that? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it, you realize that literally that environment is a very powerful environment where you bring each other, your worlds together and you can literally mature to a place where you can see things from the eyes of your partner. You know, I've grown so much in my relationship with my wife that I can look at the weather today and I know that my wife needs to wear something like this. You know, I can look at her after work and I know how her day was. I think even with the previous job yeah. that she recently changed 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 her work. Yeah. Um and and her previous job she 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 had she had she had a manager who 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 who, who was I'm looking for a word that I can use but used to give her trouble. Okay. You know. And she also had a colleague 
you know, who used to give you trouble. Oh, Lord. You know, so I would look at her, you know, at the end of the day, she's done working, you know, especially during the lockdown days, you know, and all yeah. of that. We were working from home, both of us. Oh, Even yeah, now yeah. we work from home, both of us. So sure. we are there in each other's space. Sure. You know, sometimes we work in the lounge together. And you can see that this conversation, she's talking to her manager. This one, she's talking to her colleague. Yeah. And I could tell, and I got to a point where I could see things from her eyes to the extent that I would know that, no, today I think it's her manager who was giving her issues. Today, mm. it's her colleague that was giving her issues. And I would even know how to handle her in that situation, yeah. to get her out of that work, you mm. know, issues. And yeah. she just comes back home and just be a wife, you know, and we enjoy our evening still, sure. you know. So literally, you realize that those meetings are very important because they help you to start seeing things from the eyes of your partner, yeah. which is very important because if if you're still seeing things differently, that's where most of the times people always have arguments and your relationship will always have arguments as long as you don't see things, um, you know, from the same perspective and you will always see things differently. But as a couple, you have to always try and say, okay, this is, you know, because sometimes picture it this way. Some your 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 partner is in the mountain on top of a mountain and you are at the bottom. Right. Definitely what you are seeing is different. But you are looking at the same picture. Sure. If you are looking at each other. The one is at the top, the other is at the bottom. You are looking at each other. But what you are looking at, if we tell you to write an essay, you know, about what you are seeing, yeah. you will realize that the two stories they will literally go like they are opposite. You'll be like, What? With these, with these two people looking at the same thing, were they in the same place? Yes, they were in the same place, but yeah. it's just that they were looking at things from different, different perspectives. perspectives yeah. right. So maturity in a relationship is literally being able to see things from the eyes of your partner. And when you do that, you realize that before you do something, you're like, well, how, does my, um, how will my partner, how will my wife you know, think about this? Yeah. How does she feel you know, when I do this? And when you can articulate that, I promise you, your marriage, your relationship will be amazing. But when you can't, then that's where you always realize that you're always having a problem. She's always having an issue. You're having an issue with her because you are failing to connect on that level. But if you can bring your words together, and those meetings are very critical to discuss such business and bring your words together in a very neutral environment. Most couples live... Um, these subjects that are not so so exciting to talk about you know let's say for instance um i, I recently had a, had a couple where the lady didn't know how to talk to a guy because the guy you know is not using roll-on so when they are together <laughs> you know when they are together she she, she, she yeah yeah you know she, she, the, the, the perfume is, 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 is not there. It's not pleasing, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not working, you know. Yeah, and yeah. she didn't know how to bring it and mm. the breath. And there was no know. platform to actually bring it up, yeah. You get it. Yeah. So you find yourself in such a situation. And now imagine this guy is going to work and, you know, or he's just coming from work. You're like, ah, your armpits are smelling, you know. You just tell him really that you just made after work. I mean, how is he going to take it? How is he going to respond? Yeah, yeah. You know, before you notice it, you yeah. You know, and that's not that, and that's not your intention. You want to address it. Probably the order is really, really getting you off. You know, but you need a 
a platform where you can easily raise issues. And you know that, no, when we go for these meetings, it's our surgery meeting. Yeah. You know, we literally get there, we open it up, we, we take out the part that's not good, we, we put it out, we saw things, we make sure that we put what we want in there, and we close it up, and when we leave there, everybody's happy and feeling good. Yeah. You know, And that's the platform to do that. So when I advised her to do that, she, 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 she encouraged the guy, and then they started those meetings, and then she brought it up. You know, to say, well, look, I think we can do better with the cologne that you're using. I don't think it's really working. You know, I suggest we do one, two, three, four, five. The guy looked at it, just like, yeah, I think, I think I actually needed help with that. Yeah. You know, and the guy was, it was easy for him. It's to easy answer. to receive. Yeah. You get it yeah. because it's in that environment. Exactly. But if she had just at home, they are watching a movie or get home, they just met the guy gives a hug. It's like. You know, and he wants to kiss it, <laughs> and he's like, "No, let me get you, you know, um, let me get you holes <laughs> so that you let me get you a drink sweet, first." You know, <laughs> and it, it, you can't live like that for for long. Most people find it very difficult to bring up issues and yeah. to, to say, "How do I communicate?" Now I'm seeing because when you you see when people start a relationship, mm, what you see is what has attracted you to this person. When you look at a person, you're like, oh my goodness, this girl is beautiful. I like her. You know, let me, you know, you greet her, hi, you know, and she's excited. Yeah. And, you know, everything that you're seeing is good, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's it. That's all you have seen and you have made a decision to say, you know what, let me try this relationship with this person. Yeah. You know, first week, you're still seeing all the good things. You know, third week, first month. Second month, you might go until you know month number three. You're still seeing only, and in that place, it's not that you are not seeing the not so good things, the weaknesses, and all of that. You are seeing them, but you are ignoring them. They are being overcrowded oh, with these yeah. good things. Yeah. You know, like the first time you had PlayStation, mm. you know, it was your everything. Mm. You know, just the same for ladies as well. You know, the first time you have, you know, maybe you've just changed your wardrobe. Everything is looking amazing. Yeah. Or you have your first iPhone. It's amazing. You're enjoying it, yeah. right? But then as you go along, your eyes start to open up to other things that PlayStation can't do, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the same thing with relationships as well. Um, you, you you start realizing that, no, your car, you know, let's say, for instance, it was a car, you bought a car, you are super yeah. excited. Yeah. Um, which car did you buy? A Bentley. Mm-hmm. You know, you bought a Bentley, super excited, you know, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after month number three, you're still learning all the good things. Yeah, definitely. You know, and the person is happy to show you the good things. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to show the... The good things, yeah. You get it. So, as you go along in the relationship, you... You, you get to a point where your eyes start to open to... The weaknesses. Exactly. Yeah. And when you start seeing those things, you now need to start having very good conversations. It's no longer, ah, I love you, you're the sweetest, you're the... You know, and, 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 and you now need to also talk to say, ah, you know, I think, I think we need to do something about your breath. Yeah. You know, I think we need to do something about your dressing. I think we need to do something about... But how you bring those things should be brought up in a very, um, very... It's a safe. Exactly. Yeah. In a very safe space, um, there's a way that you can bring up things. I think one of the, um, 
mistakes that usually women make, especially in relationships. Mm -hmm. um, one of the mistakes that women make in relationships is trying to change their spouses. Yeah, because they have seen the good things, and that's all that they got the person excited. Yeah, and then now you in the relationship three months down the line, the good things probably no longer really excite you that much because you now know them, mm -hmm. you know. And now you are being exposed to the other side that you had not really seen. Or probably this person was putting a good face, yeah. you know, to you because they wanted to get you. Mm -hmm. Everybody does that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the... Everybody sells the right side first. Sure. You know, everybody shows you their best side. You know, everybody will show you, even when you're going for your first few dates, the lady, she's dressing up in her best, you know, and she, you know, yeah. and then later on, that's when you will start seeing her, you know, mm. let's say you rock up at her place early in the morning, <laughs> then you realize, yeah. hmm, the mm. makeup is not always it's on. It's not always you on, know? yeah. So you realize that as you go in the relationship with time, you start to, to, to be aware of other things and those things you can no longer ignore them yeah. because the excitosis of the the good things has now faded um not 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 necessarily to say faded but you now know it you you, you now know those things yeah. and now the other things are now coming up right so relationships that stay long and stay very excited is is a person who chooses to continually see the good things in the person that they are with yeah. number one and number two who knows how to address the weaknesses when they start coming up yeah right so when weaknesses start coming up and you start complaining most ladies usually go into into a complaining mode to say no change this you can't be dressing like this you can't be speaking to me like this you can't be doing this you can't you yeah. know change this changes don't don't do this you don't do this don't do this you can't talk to that person you can't do before you notice that the guy feels like he's being controlled and the moment he feels like he's being controlled or vice versa as well the lady feels like no he wants to control me he's telling me i can't talk to this person i can't do i can't do. but I'm when you found me yeah. i was talking to all these people you yeah. liked me like this now yeah. all of a sudden you don't it's my friend it's exactly yeah so when you look at it you realize that most relationships usually last up to up to up three months they are so super excited the next three months become rocky and then after that they fade away and then you know they break up because mm. they can't deal with the weaknesses that they are seeing mm. failing to understand that everybody has weaknesses you know everybody has a side that they are working on everybody has to juggle between their beauty and the side that's not so beautiful, so beautiful you know yeah. and and with that everybody has to you have to know how to discuss weaknesses and you have to know how to discuss growth areas um things that a person is still working on let's say maybe um it's an attitude after the person you've done something wrong the attitude that comes after that you know you start noticing those things but how do you work it out to a way that to a place where this doesn't become a stumbling block in your relationship is very yeah. important. So you realize that those meetings really become central in addressing the things that you will start coming up. So yeah. when you meet couples usually, you know, you start in a relationship, the first two, three months, hmm, it's like honeymoon, people are enjoying <laughs> and yeah. there is no yeah. problems. You ask them, are you guys happy? We are happy. Yeah. Uh, how are things going? Yo, we wish we could get married tomorrow. You know, <laughs> yeah. that is it. Yeah. But then, a little bit longer, then you start to hear issues. Ah, oh, no, 
he, he's not patient with me. Mm. Well, he's not sensitive. She's not like this. I thought she was like this. I thought she did like, you know. And now the issues start to come up. It's not that these things were not there. They were there, but they just need you. You overshadowed, yeah. Exactly. And in that time, you were having an opportunity to mature your relationship to a point where you can deal with these things. Mm. Because if you fail to deal with these things when they start coming up, that's the end of the relationship. No wonder why many relationships don't make it in their first year. Because when these things start to come up, people think that my way out is to leave and to quit this relationship. Forgetting that the next person that you will go to, you will go through the same cycle. So before you notice it, after five years, you have gone through a cycle with ten guys. And surely you should sit back and relax and know that mm -mm, there should be... There should be something that I'm missing here. Yeah. I need some strong re-engineering to understand that, no, everybody has a side that they are not really so great at, and that side needs to be worked on and become better. And yeah. those meetings are central to becoming better together. I think I like I like that a lot. Um, when, when you were just saying that, I was actually laughing with myself now. <laughs> that uh, does that... Uh, let's say maybe if you get to a point... Um, mm -hmm that when you know this kind of information, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking of someone who's listening to this, I'm like, what? So this is why my relationships were not working, right? And um, this is totally something different <laughs> off topic, right? <laughs> cool. So would, would, would that information debunk the idea of soulmate? Mm -hmm. To say that you can actually meet anyone in a sense, like, mm -hmm. quote-unquote, anyone. And if you set up these principles, would you become uh, soulmates? <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I just, I'm just throwing it out there. It's just a thought <laughs> I was just thinking about when you are just saying that that doesn't debunk um, mm -hmm. soulmates because everyone is just thinking that there's only that one person that is there for them. Mm -hmm. But with these principles that you've just said, I'm like, okay, so which means I can just make a relationship work anywhere I go. You got it hundred percent. You got it hundred percent. I strongly yeah. believe you can be in a relationship with anyone, and oh, it can work. Sure, sure. You know, mm. and and it can work, um, unless if you you're in a relationship with the son of a devil, then okay. that one is a different case. You yeah. Know, yeah, where you're dealing with an evil person. That person, it is it's. Yeah. But 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 with many people, you, you should be able to make a relationship work. Especially, let's say, for instance, for Christians, you should be, if, if, if there is maturity, you should be able, you can literally love anybody. You know, the story of soulmates, you know, people want to, um, I think in my, in my work as a marriage counselor, what I have really tried to do is to simplify things, mm -hmm. to make sure that, no, marriage is not complicated, you know. Loving someone and sacrificing is not complicated as people think, you know. Um, submission or respect, it's not, it's, it's not, people don't understand all of these things. The same yeah. thing with soulmate, people don't understand what it is okay. and what it means. Yeah. You ask a person, okay, where is your soul? What's your soul? Can you touch it? Can you hold it? How does it have to have a mate when you don't know where it is? I see where you're going. You know? <laughs> so, so, so when you look at it, you realize that ah, we, we, we use terms that we don't understand. Okay, and we understand, want them yeah. to mean some things. There's nothing like a soulmate. You know, 
Um, what I tell people is very simple. Stop looking for, 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 for things to be very spooky in a love relationship or what you have seen in the movie. You're walking in the street and then boom, mm. you know, you cross eyes with this guy and then you Love lock eyes night. like this and then, <laughs> you know, before you notice it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you're on your honeymoon. No, mm. you know, it doesn't work like happily that. Happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, the happily ever after is a true story. Oh, come but, on. Take but us. The, 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 the soulmate story, to sure. say, oh, no, you, there's no one person that you have to meet, sure. to meet and marry. There's no one person who... You know, even 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 looking at um, the biblical um, background of it, you realize that there's no one person that you have to meet and marry. Um, God is interested in your marriage and in you finding a partner, yeah. and He supports you and He guides you in the process. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't choose for you. You know, God has so many sons and so many daughters, and He allows you to choose. Choose, you yeah. know, whom you want to marry. Yeah. So if God comes, and God doesn't make decisions for us, you know, He gave us that free will. Mm -hmm. It's very central to 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 us as the the human creation. You know, even in the garden, He gave the free will. You know, to say, well, choose what you will eat in yeah. Deuteronomy. He's like, well, I've said before, you life and death and choose. Yeah. You know, so everything with God, you realize that it's a choice. So there is nothing like God when three years after you were born, God had to send a girl so that you married that girl or just when you were born, another person had to be born and you have to meet that person. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So there is nothing like a soulmate that you have to meet. Love is very simple. You will meet somebody that is in your environment. There's something called the law of recognition. I think that book... There's a book by Dr. Mike Maddock okay. where he talks about the law yes, of recognition. Yes, yes, yes. It's a very powerful book. Um, but I think the same law is applicable for relationships. Mm -hmm. To say the person that you will meet, um, the law of recognition has to, be, has to, has to come into effect. You mm -hmm. see... Um, Maybe you just explain on, on the law, the law of, of recognition. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Let's, let's, let, let me use you as an example. Can okay. I? Yes, please. Perfect. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, your wife, where did you meet her? Uh, we met at uh, CPUT. There we go. Yeah. You met her at CPUT, right? Mm. Good. Um, at CPUT, there was... To be specific, SEO. SEO. Yes. Perfect. Good. So what you notice is that you were in the same place at the same time, and you met her and you saw her. Probably you continued to see each other, you know, and... Maybe it wasn't love at first sight, maybe it was love at first sight, but there's a point in time where you said, wait a minute, there's actually a wife material. Here. Yeah, funny story, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> so we, because when I saw her, uh -huh. she, was, um, she was a junior, um, <laughs> I think, uh, she was junior at, at, at CBT and uh, she came with Zandile. Mm -hmm. She was uh, she was under the wing of Zandile. All right. So I actually took her in, mm -hmm. and I was like, "No, I'll mentor you, and I'll just uh, tell you do do this." Because I was just a senior as well. She was just entering. I was like, "Okay, get these companies, do this, do a do one, two, three. Mm -hmm. And I remember all this time, mm -hmm. she was just a junior. Mm -hmm. And only later on, when she, we, she, she, I think she was, she started coming to church now yeah. with us. So we're going to church together, and I was like, okay. Um, and I think I was, I was also dating at the time, mm -hmm. and things just didn't work. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me just focus on Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. Then I was just doing that. <laughs> and at some point, uh, I think there was a time when I was looking for a job. Uh, I think I was looking for a job for the, for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And that year we had the closing function at yes. SEO. Yes. And that time I was like, okay, yeah. So she, when she tells me her side of the story, she uh-huh. says that I asked her, so you don't like makeup? So I, I, at the time, I didn't like women with makeup. And I, just, <laughs> I just didn't like all that drama. So I was like, oh, okay, yes. So I think that was the time where my eyes opened. I was like, ah, can't you? Oh, this person was just here in front of me. And that's when things, everything led to another and then just, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we there like, we go. Mm. You see, so the law of recognition comes into effect to say there's a moment that you recognize to say, ah, there's this person here. Mm. You recognize the person. Sure. So you can literally be seeing everybody else. But as long as you don't see them as a potential for marriage and you do something about it, then it means you are not recognizing them. Right. So the law of recognition is very simple. It simply says you have to, you know, for anything to, to happen in your life, you have to recognize it. You know, let's say, for instance, you, you're looking for, for a job and you're looking for your online, you're looking around, you know, as you're scrolling down, you have to recognize that, wait, this is a potential job that I can apply. Yeah. If you don't recognize it, what happens? You pass it. You pass it. Yeah. You get it. That's literally what happens. So when you look at it, you realize that the law of recognition works to say, you will recognize that, no, this person is actually, you know, and that person, most of the times, that person is already in your environment. It could be your online environment. It could be your physical environment at work. I met my wife at work. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be at work. It could be... <laughs> yeah. It could be in college, it could be at church, it could be at the gym, it could be um, wherever that you go to physically. Mm. So you have to be in a particular place. And in that place, that's where you will meet a person. You know, the reason why you did not meet um, a wife, you did not marry a wife from Israel, is because there is no way in your environment you know, anybody... Well, you find someone in a light, yeah. You get it? Sure. Right. So, um, I'll give you a very interesting example. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I know somebody who's very interested in marrying a white person. Okay. You know, I'm like, well, chances of you marrying a white person with the network that you have mm-hmm. are very close to none. Yeah. So, if you want to get married to a white person, what must you do? You must find yourself... In communities in where you find more white people, yeah. maybe relocate yeah. to UK, yeah. you know, or relocate to Germany. Definitely. You've got every chance to, you get it. So it's literally just like that. So marriage is by choice. It's not, nobody designs it for you. Mm-hmm. You design your own story. So soulmate, there's nothing like a soulmate. You simply find somebody that you think they are cool. You try it out, you work it out together, you intentionally put in what you need to put in as effort to make it work. It works. Yeah. It works wow. just like that. Wow. So if, if your wife had never come to Cape Town, yeah. you would be married to somebody right yeah, now. Definitely, yeah. You would still marry definitely. somebody. And the interesting thing about it is that you probably would still be happy in mm. that marriage. Yeah. With definitely. that, maybe better, uh, you know, yeah. or maybe less. Mm depending on how you manage it with that person you would still marry so everybody you know in wherever environment that they find themselves in um there is the thing of soulmates and all of that it's just complicating your life "Ah, 
are they my soulmate? How do you even know? Does your soul even know? Do you even know how to make a decision with your soul? Mm. How, how does it choose? Does it see? <laughs> you know, before you notice yeah. it, you realize that you are in a world of confusion and that's yeah. why you're thinking about these things that are spooky. Now because you dream a guy, you think he's your soulmate because mm. you dreamt him. And now you, really, you wake up in the morning, you met the guy. You realize the guy has got two girlfriends. What are you going to do? <laughs> you want to be the third one. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's no. not going to work. Uh, it's, it's not, not going to work. work. And another thing, Pastor, um, see, we've just talked about something that established, establishes relationships, which mm-hmm. is the business part, like having those meetings, right? Mm-hmm. So now, what are the mistakes that uh, people do? Uh, I think that's one of the things that we wanted to talk about uh, for today. Yes, so one of the mistakes that people do uh, whether it be boys or girls, so you can just uh, choose which one you want to start with. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's let's start with ladies. I think I think I think ladies. Um, I like ladies um, as a marriage counselor. Okay. To advise why? Because I have seen that ladies um, have an appetite for information and learning. Mm. To do things better than guys okay. so even when when a, when a couple approaches me if it's a lady who is coming i'm like yeah ask your guy to contact me you know so th- so that i can gauge and see how serious you know the guy is and when the guy contacts me then i know you know at whatever problem that they have it will be very easy to solve sure you know because they will be in it together but most of the times i get ladies contacting me hey i need help um, with my relationship, these are my problems. I'm like, yeah, set up a meeting, we can talk. You know, you and your, and your then, husband, yeah. And she's like, wow, yeah, I don't think he would wanna, you know. So most of the times you realize that guys hardly seek out to get help. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's, 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 it's in the, the handful, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with guys. Yeah, um, pastor. Pastor yeah. the other day was saying that a guy would rather get lost, lost than with directions than to ask you know, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> to say yeah. no. I'm lost, guys. Help me here. How do I go? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the same with relationships and marriage. You realize that ladies usually quickly realize the need to learn and become better mm. than than guys. So I think I think let's start with ladies. Okay. Let's 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 start with ladies. Um, I think with this, there are so many mistakes that can be customized into many different you know um sex sex you know when you look at it to say wow mistakes that people make when they are starting a relationship mistakes that they make in relating mistakes that you know there's so many but i think i will i'll just categorize them probably to to mistakes that are very critical um in 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 relationships let's say for instance a relationship has just started or a relationship is flowing what mistakes do women normally make yeah. you know in the relationships um i think one of the um this one is very sad though that's why i said i think i would do, i'll do i'll do the critical ones, the okay big yeah ones. yeah i think we can do the critical I, ones i think i'll yeah. just do the big ones <laughs> yeah and then the small ones maybe when we when we have time next session or whatever then <laughs> yeah. we can we can talk about the small ones yeah right um this mistake most women make it and honestly so you know when you look at a mistake you realize that a mistake is is a blunder in choice it's not something that you 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 do something you didn't intend it to or you let's say you do something but you realize that when you have done it it has costed you 
than and when you were doing you were not thinking that it would you know so it's a genuine error it's a genuine mm-hmm. mistake it's, it's it could be negligence it could be oversight it could be whatever yeah. but but it's a mistake you didn't want to get this result but you are yeah. stuck with this result yeah. because of what you have done in the past so when you look at it you realize that in a mistake there's choice you know it can't be a mistake if there's no choice you have to have a potential to choose otherwise for it to be a mistake to say well look um you wanted to you went to to the to the supermarket you went to Woolies you wanted to buy self raising flour and you bought um wheat flour or a mm. bread or a bread oh, oh, bread flour <laughs> yeah, there we go you buy pop instead of buying cake self raising you know flour or a cake yeah. flour you know you come home you realize that ah made a mistake and now you are stuck with pub you know instead of what you really wanted so you realize that it's 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 not what you wanted but now you are stuck with it and it has consequences that's the unfortunate part of it um and and one of the most um this is this one is a little bit very sad though when you look at it um to say most ladies you know when they get into a relationship um yeah ladies do you know ladies don't really have commitment issues yeah than guys okay. um ladies they, they they really get sold out you know love their guy you know i love this guy i was talking to to to, to a lady recently she's like you know what i, I never thought i would date that guy because he's not really beautiful but when i accepted his proposal i gave myself into mm. this relationship wow. i was like this is the guy that yeah. i'm gonna build the tomorrow with already yes. she's seeing the tomorrow of marriage mm. the tomorrow of growing old but in this guy uh he wasn't seeing that yeah. you know so the sad part about it i think one biggest mistake that ladies make in relationships is to assume that the relationship will end in marriage um mm. that assumption is very deadly why because assuming that it will end in marriage that's where you see people giving that's why you see women doing things for a man things that they are supposed to do when they are in marriage they do them before marriage because they are thinking that this thing will mm. end in marriage, end in marriage yeah. right so it's not every i mean every grown up um you know you would understand that it's not every relationship that will result into into yeah. marriage yeah. you know it's a journey so when you meet a person um and you start a relationship you need to realize that they have not decided to marry you they have decided that i think we can work this thing out i think let's start it out let's see how it but as you start walking that journey you know as beloved there's a point where you as a lady and you as a guy decide to say i think i think i want to marry this person you know i i remember when i got to that point yeah. where i was like no i want to marry my, my 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 wife you know and you get to that point and before you get to that point you realize that well everything is 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 still you still just you know trying to understand does this work with this person is, is this the right person you're not even really sure 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 if this is the person you know when you started out with a person so it's very important for for ladies to realize that as long as you are in a relationship this guy hasn't uh married you there's still a chance that it might not end in marriage yeah you know and nobody in a relationship wants to talk about that and because of that um people want to people want to ignore it because 
you're talking, you're talking about um, us breaking up to say, so there's a chance that we can break up. People don't want to hear that, yeah. you know, but look around, you know, okay, not around, look at yourself. You might probably have had another relationship in the past that failed. Mm. So you can't assume that this one will end in marriage mm. and you start behaving as if you are already Married. in, marri in yeah. marriage, you know. So when you really look around, around, you realize that no man, not every relationship is ending in marriage. So that assumption, removing that assumption, it keeps you sober in what you do for this guy. It keeps mm -hmm. you sober in what you are prepared, how far you are prepared to go. There are things that you should never give to a guy until he has put a ring on it. Thank you. Come on. You know, and that assumption, you know, to say that it will end in marriage is literally just assuming that that is the reason why um, when there's a breakup, it seems like the lady is crushed than the guy. Why? Because the guy is sober. He knows that this thing might not, you know, and in marriage, and the lady is sold out into this whole thing, and when the thing breaks up, yeah. the lady feels like suicidal thoughts start to come in, mm -hmm. um, all of those other funny things start to come in, depression, yeah. you know, anger, hate, before you notice it, you don't, you, you're calling every man trash, you're calling every man a dog, why? Because of how hard it has hit you, but if you leave room to understand that, well, um, whilst we are still yet not married, the fact that, um, you see, that he hasn't um, walked with you on the aisle, and that's, that's a good sign that you might not get there, you may or you might not get there. And because there's still that room, you should understand that this guy should not be your everything. You know, he can be your everything when you are married because you are now one. But before that, he, he, you can't live as if he is your everything. Because he can dump you. You know, when he dumps you, what happens? Your everything is gone. You know, <laughs> your everything is gone. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you have to realize that um, as long as you are still in a relationship, there's still a chance that mm. you might not. And that keeps you sober yeah. from looking out for things that you can't deal with in marriage. Mm. You know, and trying to fix things that cannot be fixed. You know, I've seen ladies that have been in a relationship where a guy has cheated five times. And it's like, yeah, I understand men cheat. No, men don't cheat. Mm. It's not every man that is cheating. Yeah, yeah. There are men that don't cheat at mm. all, that have never cheated at all. Yeah. You know, that don't even understand that. So you can't be settling on a guy that is cheating you five times and still wanting marriage with that person. Yeah. Marriage oh. is not going to change him. He will continue doing those things even, even more. Mm. You know, he has every reason to be hiding these things from you mm. because he hasn't gotten you yet. Yeah. You haven't given your hand in marriage yet. Yeah. You know, and when you are married, it's more like, um, I don't want to use this word. No, I will not even use it. You, you know, you're not stuck. <laughs> you know, you, you're yeah. not stuck yeah. when, you, when you're in marriage. But yeah. it's, it's, it's complicated to undo a marriage than yeah. a relationship. So sure. when you think soberly, when you're still in a relationship, you realize that it's better, you know, for you to, it's better for you to, 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 to maintain that, you know, that objective sense somewhere there to say, well, should this guy decide not to marry me? You know, I shouldn't be crying to say he took my everything. I've had girls crying to say he took my virginity. You only had one, you know, mm. and it's gone. 
you know and it's gone there's nothing else you yeah, gave because you gave it. him exactly yeah you know um so every lady i think it's a very bad mistake um because falling in love is very important it's beautiful and all of that but it's not automatic that you will marry this guy you know yeah. for you to get to marriage there's a lot of things that have to come into play you know the guy also has to see what he likes the guy also has to make a decision to say no this is the person that i now want to marry you know and when he uh, before he makes that decision before he makes that decision you are not yet a wife so do not treat yourself as if you know he has already married you and that, i think that is very important so it, that that breaks the conversation of cohabiting right but i think that's an interesting last, one the last, time, <laughs> <laughs> the last time i talked to you about koba cohabiting you said that okay that's a very big topic but uh, i think when you were saying that i just realized that yeah it seems mm-hmm. like um that's where cohabiting comes in because um already you think that getting into a relationship would just uh, introduce you to to them uh, what do you call this the in-laws and everything so yeah mm-hmm. i hear you well i i see you want to bring cohabitation uh, yeah i i like that topic because i think sure. there's a lot to it um yeah. i think i told we, we you could that take a little mm, I, 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 I told you that in my book i literally have a topic i oh, think that wow. has about 15 pages sure. talking just about that mm-hmm. you know um just the cohabitation story yeah you know, analyzing it literally yeah. and with with a lot of research that i did from from past researches that has been done i think one of the researches that i used in that book was i think from 1950 you know and recent researches that i that, that that i came across you know that have been done around cohabitation yeah so i think it's rich but let's maybe let's make it the first discussion that we have when my book is out and yes that would be great that would be great yes so but when you look at it you realize that um because you are assuming that this relationship will end in marriage you end up doing things like that mm. and and you are literally just shortchanging yourself because you living with a person like you you're married but there's no marriage mm-hmm. you know you don't get the everything because this guy can literally just pick up you know the sad thing about it i think this one i'll have to mention and then i quickly leave this topic okay you know <laughs> the sad thing about it is that um there's a study that was done to you know to you know trying to understand the cohabitation thing yeah. since it has started to increase in different countries mm-hmm. and they realized that out of the findings they realized that um women when they are cohabiting they are thinking that it's a step closer to marriage but men when they are cohabiting it's simply a convenience it's convenient for them oh i see yeah yeah, yeah. so you realize that the lady is thinking we are closer to marriage but the guy is like no it's convenient i don't have to travel for sex sex is just right here Ooh. and we don't have to pay two bills she pays rent i pay the car bill mm. and mm. the guy is literally thinking about convenience he's yeah. just thinking about that while is the lady is thinking that no cohabitation is yeah. a step closer to marriage yeah. so that's why when it, it complicates many things mm. you know mm. and 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 on that topic i think maybe for for today we, we might talk about sex 
um, as well, which is a very interesting mistake that people make okay. in relationships. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so that's 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 basically sex sex before marriage, you know, to say that well look, um, yeah, it's it's a very interesting topic in today's world, mm. you know, in today's relationship. I think in 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 the Christian circles, it's very simple, you know. Let's keep it for for marriage. Yeah. There we go. Right, but people who don't keep it for marriage usually there's there, there are a lot of of hassles that they have to go through. You know, when you look at it um, as a lady, um, sex is different for a lady and a guy. Okay, it's yeah. it's completely different. Mm-hmm. For a lady, you you can't just wake up and say, "Let me have sex with this guy." It doesn't hardly it hardly happens. Yeah. There has to be an emotional connection, an emotional attachment. But for a guy, well. Hmm, interesting. Mm. You know. So just why so, differently. Yeah. Exactly. So when you look at it, you realize that um, sex does not cement your relationship. Um, if you're in a relationship and you're having sex, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't make your relationship stronger. It's not a sign of maturity in the relationship. Yeah. Um, and the unfortunate thing about it is that sex in our society actually... Is, is 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 viewed on the lady's side it's kind of viewed like mm, maybe you are a little bit loose if you are having sex you know and when a guy is considering marriage he's like ah no you know but for a guy it's diff- viewed differently so it's a mistake for a lady to be engaging in something like that when it causes problems for you you know even in my book um, mm. that is coming I, I there's a topic that I talk a lot talk about, about, about yeah. this topic mm. you know just just showing the the how how big of a mistake it is you know for you to 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 have sex before marriage it's not a sign of commitment it doesn't show maturity in the relationship yeah. um it just simply means that the two of you didn't have self-control and if you couldn't control it today probably in marriage it might be a difficult uh, thing a big problem yeah you know um yeah so 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 that's the story so that one is a very complicated one because you see the moment you you bring in um sex into the picture and it in a relationship it overcrowds many other things uh, people stop seeing things objectively because you're establishing this emotional bond and you know you know and all of that and the moment you introduce it in the relationship you realize that um, now you notice that this guy is not the one that you would want to be with for life mm. detaching yourself from this person is going to be very hard because you had introduced sex in the in the, the equation. equation yeah but if you had not well, you might cry for two, three weeks, four weeks, you know, a month after that. You know, a year down the line, you're forgotten about the guy. Yeah. You know, you are now happy in your next relationship, you know. But if you had sex with this person, um, you even making that decision to leave this guy, it's going to be very complicated for you. It's not going to be very easy because of um, what you have given him. When you look at it, you realize that that's the most precious demonstration of intimacy that you could give to your to a person that you love mm-hmm. and that's sex and now you've given it to this guy and this guy is just treating it like it's nothing and doesn't value it 
you know, and all of that, that you have given out yourself to this person. Well, and when yeah. this person dumps you, it becomes like an earthquake. It mm. becomes like mm. a, a very hard thing to get over. So it's a very big mistake for, for, for a lady to consider having sex in a relationship. Why? Because it complicates your story. Um, that's where you see a guy asking a lady to say, well, um, let's have kids. Before marriage, you're like, ah, you want kids, but you don't want to commit that you'll be with me for life. Why? Why should I give you permanent things um, on a temporary contract? Yes, definitely, yeah. You know, because kids are permanent. You know, I was talking to, to one of my friends recently. His wife gave birth, and he was like, you know, the experience when I looked at it, I came out with a different appreciation for my wife. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Um, tell me more. He was like, I don't wish any woman to go through the childbirth process alone. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's it, it, a beautiful thing can easily turn into a horror movie yeah. because you're going it alone. Yeah. But with someone next to you, it's easy. So if you're having sex as a lady, I've seen many ladies... The moment now you, you, you get pregnant, the guy asks, you tell the guy, hey, I'm pregnant. Chances are the first thing he's going to ask, is it mine? You're like, ah. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because yeah. you'll be shocked. You'll be like, what? And then going nine months down the line, it's still a, a series of shocks and shocks that you'll be seeing from yeah. this guy. Mm. You see, now he says, ah. Is this is this is this is, is this baby mine? And now you realize ah, when when did you start having questions about mm. you know? Because you know it's just me and you, yeah. It was just me and you, mm. but the fact that you were sleeping before marriage, he always thinks that the there morals, might be someone, yeah. The morals are a little bit weak mm. if we're doing this. Yeah. That's why he's asking you this question, you know. Now you realize that you shot yourself in the foot, yeah. And then you realize that he doesn't want the baby. He's asking you to abort. How do you do that? Before you notice it, you realize that you are the one who is carrying the pregnancy. This guy can continue working with, you know, there's not even a sign that he impregnated you on, on it. You know, so when you look at it, you realize that it's it's a losing battle yeah. for the lady. And God's wisdom that says that keep it for marriage was mainly to protect women, you know, in the process because they bear most of the of the of the of the weight when it comes to if not all of it. You know, I mean, men maybe if 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 you you married, the guy might only carry two percent. He doesn't mm. even know how it is. You know, the baby feels in the stomach. He has nothing. Mm. If he has a stomach, it means he's, <laughs> he's not exercising. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's just a so, big belly. Yeah. So in 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 even himself, he, the guy doesn't even understand what you're going through. Yeah. You know, to say how are bones forming in your stomach? A little human is breathing inside there. You know, and mm, the cravings process, and you know that process. You are the one who is going through it. You know, not him. And you are going through it for someone who doesn't appreciate you. If they valued you and appreciated you, they would have taken you to the altar and commit to say, for life, I'm doing this thing with you. You know. So as long as they haven't, as long as he hasn't decided to do that, don't give him permanent things. Don't give him things that that you will regret for life. Um, I recently met um, a, 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 a girl and, and she shared a very sad story 
that her mother doesn't like her that okay. much uh, because I remind her um, of of my father and she didn't because the father dumped her in the time when she really needed him mm. you know so the mother looks at her like ah. you know and now all of a sudden she is mm. doing all of that and when you look at it you realize that it's literally a life that has been affected mm. but had you closed your legs to this guy you know things would have been easy had you just said you know what if you really want you know so when you look at it you realize that sometimes a guy can say um you know if you love me you should have sex with me have sex with me to show me that you love me you will sex is not a sure of love um if you should speak it's picking you up um so so when you look at it you realize that sex is not is not a sure of love um it's it's not a show of love you can't be having such a question and feel the burden of proving that you love you should simply just respond to him to say well if you love me marry me you know instead of you saying let's have sex if you love me if you love me marry me then i know that you love me but besides that you know so that's a very big mistake that women make in in relationships and the moment you involve sex in it you realize that um most of the times with that game um women will always be on the disadvantage yeah and it's a permanent mistake now this guy leaves you and you have a baby now for you to get another guy again it, it, it's your life has changed you yeah. now have to be doing going to preschool to pick up your daughter your baby and your life is no longer the same anymore yeah. Yeah. you know so you can't be doing that it's a very big mistake that i think no lady deserves to go through the consequences of it and should be avoided at all cost and i mean uh, with with that said it it also brings up the uh, uh, a pandemic which is happening you know i don't know if babies in that i can only talk about south africa which is having baby mamas and baby daddies so mm-hmm. that is also another situation that one is an international situation it's an international one <laughs> there are different there are number of countries that are still you know um, battling with that yeah yeah there there are some countries that are a little bit left out from from that pandemic of baby mamas and baby daddies but um the only the only thing is i think the problem is um as south africa we getting much of our cultural shift and cultural changes and trends from America mm. um the USA is influencing a lot in in our society yeah. and what we accept and what we don't accept yeah. you know so when you look at it you realize that well in the USA it's probably the forefront of baby mamas and baby daddies mm. you know so that's where it's coming from that's where we, we and we simply adopting it but many other african countries are not yet there you know um I think back in the days in in in, in most African societies yeah. the moment you get pregnant uh you you're supposed to go to that guy he's your husband he's your husband yeah it's over there's no negotiations for what mm. you know and you're supposed to make the family work and you start a family and you know and so there was no issues of 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 a lady you know being pregnant and really having to raise a baby you know on your own yeah. in a separate place you know with the father so it had to be you know those homes where the father and the mother are present 
in that scenario it's 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 it has so many ripple effects yeah it has so many ripple effects when you look at it um i i don't wish for anyone to raise a child on their own and the only way to to avoid that is to get married first is to get married first yeah um if you are to to divorce after marriage well at least you had done everything you know mm-hmm. to avoid you know and it's not it's not usually baby mama and baby daddy actually it's not it's a different case mm. it's my ex-husband my ex-husband yeah you know, a, just take turns <laughs> it's yeah. a different it's a different reference the yeah. different term so baby mama baby daddy it's just people that were unmarried had children and mm. it's it's not a conducive environment to raise a person um the best is where the father and the mother are in the same place yeah and i think everybody should should strive for that everybody should aim for that um you shouldn't want to go through it without the father of this child mm-hmm. or the mother of this child you shouldn't mm. if you have time we can go on the second uh, mistakes that ladies do the other mistakes what what did we discuss <laughs> so we, we just discussed the first one, the first one was uh, the mm-hmm. ladies that make mm-hmm. the Assumption. mistake of assuming yes. that uh, um, being in a relationship is going to end in marriage. Yeah. Here we go. That was number one, and <laughs> yes. we talked about the sex mistake. Okay. Um, you know, we ladies think that um, sex, sex, sex is, secures is a form of commitment. Yeah. It shows that, right? So, as a lady, actually, you know, sex is not um, giving. Sex is not what's going to get you married, mm. um, but actually keeping it. Is what will get you married quicker. Mm, I see. Yeah. You know, if you give it, you chances that, of you getting married that's, quicker. That's big, Pastor. That's big. Can you please say that again? Mm. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> so there might be some young giving, girl out there. <laughs> giving giving sex um, will not get you married, but keeping it will get you married quicker. Okay, yeah. So yeah. let's say you are in a relationship, and of course, this guy has has got a pressure cooker, you know. <laughs> and for guys, I think for for men, I think from the age of sixteen, erections are already, you know, rampant. Yeah. And yeah. and the guy wants sex, wants a release, right? So if you offer him that release channel, because that's what it is yeah. for for most guys, especially when there is no marriage involved. You can't tell me that this guy really loves you so much that he just wants to have sex with you and not marry you. You know, this you're not seeing things correctly. Yeah. You know, if there is the emotional part and he is involved fully and invested in it, he will marry you so that he can have sex with you. Yeah. You know. So when you look at it you realize that um when you give the guy sex, then he relaxes because he's getting the reason why he should marry you. Mm. Then why should I pay for something that I can get for free? It's a logical question. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. For a guy, it's a very logical question. Yeah. You get it? I wouldn't do that. If I can call you, you come to my place and we have sex, and why should I, you know, and I get it without any commitment, no promise for life, not nothing, and I'm not responsible for anything that happens after that. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have to, to worry, you know. So when you look at it, you realize that no, um, actually keeping it is what will get you married quicker. Mm. And when you get married quicker, 
it's much better for couples that kept it for marriage than couples who had sex before marriage. I think my book would be, would be very I'm exploring to book, it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. really, I think I really took a lot of time to explain the benefits. Um, I think sometimes I was even listing so many benefits mm. with, with the studies of what has happened in the past, you know, and real logic and reasoning to say, no, look, um, having this thing at this point, even couples that get married, um, you know, um, there's a very interesting research that showed that couples that got married as virgins, they had more stability in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And virgins is not saying that they were virgin biologically, but they decided to be celibate in their relationship oh, I see, and yeah. not have sex, mm-hmm. you know, from whatever time, you know, they probably they had sex in their previous relationships, but when they started this relationship, they were like, no, we're not going to have sex. We're going to keep it for marriage. Those couples, they they had very stable relationships and they were less likely to divorce than couples who explored everything before. So Mm. you realize that having sex before marriage, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot Mm. because what you want is marriage. You you put sex now. When you get married, you now realize that... "Mm, now your marriage doesn't have strength to withstand what is coming because you crowded your relationship with sex where you were supposed because the courtship phase is the phase where you are supposed to be learning this person you want to do life with yeah. right and the life that you want to do with has sex in it in the future that's what you are supposed to learn you're supposed to learn this person before you do that yeah. but now you are bringing the end game in the beginning and then you spoil the learning process. When you yeah. get to marriage, you are not developed for it. And you realize that anything that happens in marriage throws you off. That's why you see couples divorcing two months later. Mm-hmm. Six months later. And most couples that have sexual problems um, in marriage, it's, it's mainly because of sexual activities that happened before, before. Okay. marriage. So when you look at it, you realize that for a lady, it's it's really not a good good idea at all in in any angle of what you're looking at. You know, not even talking about the spiritual side of things. Mm. So if I wanna go into the spiritual side, we can take a day. Yeah, because as we're talking now, I'm actually realizing there's actually a lot to actually talk about. <laughs> we, we we haven't touched the spiritual yeah. side of it. Yeah. You know, to say how does God look at it? Mm. You know, what does God think about it? You know, cohabitation before marriage, sex before marriage. What does God think about it? Mm. God has a system that, and God is clear. Yeah. You know, on you know, there are things that we can say, ah, we're not sure about this, but sex, God was clear. You know, if you have sex before marriage, <laughs> God wasn't happy with you. Mm. You know, so you can't assume that today is happy when you're having it before marriage. Yeah. He's not happy. Yeah. You know, with you, yeah. no matter how much you want to justify it, um, even in the Bible. They would say, well, if you find a person in adultery, they must be stoned to death. That's why you see the Pharisees mm. bring That's the how intense it was, to, yeah. to, to Jesus Christ to say, ah, no, the law says we must kill this person. That was the punishment of having sex before death, before marriage. So supposedly you're having sex and you are not married. Your punishment was supposed to die by stoning mm. in the past. And that's how God felt about it. Mm. But I know um, there are some people who, who go to church, love God, but are doing it. 
you know, you have to go again and read your Bible, investigate it. Mm. You know, like what Pastor was saying today. Yeah. To say, no, yeah. these things I'm telling you, but go and pray and investigate. Investigate, them yeah. And, and see what you think about what God says, you know. So I think the spiritual side of things, maybe we can have a session just for the spiritual side. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love yeah, us to and, get to and, and explore and talk about angelic activities when you're having sex. Mm. You know, to say, how okay. does it, what's the outlook? Because okay. we're talking about the spiritual yeah, stuff. definitely. You know, yeah. we're talking about the unseen stuff. Yeah. You know, to say, okay, what, what's, what, what, what's happening? Mm. You mm. know, in that, what happens? Because, you see, even things like what dreams I would really love us to or talk about that as well. We definitely yeah. can. So yeah. yeah. It will be an interesting, interesting, interesting conversation. Sure. Talk about it. Sure. Cool. Okay. Pastor, um I don't know if you want us to still continue. Well, or did you finish did you finish the Well, uh I think we, we talked about the probably the three most important that I think the critical make, ones, yeah. The other one I had mentioned it earlier to say sometimes you find ladies trying to change a guy mm. that they are within a relationship and sure. they see it as controlling. Usually ladies are guilty of this. Um, where mm. they get into a relationship and they start seeing things that they are not really happy with and they start talking about them. So there's a way that you can bring things um, to the attention of the person and address things instead of complaining because there is no guy who would make a decision to marry a lady that's complain, that complains. Mm. The moment you are viewed as a complaining, murmuring woman, I can promise you the guy will not marry you. Mm. It will not happen. It will not happen. The Bible says that it is better to dwell in a desert <laughs> than to dwell in a house with a murmuring, quarrelsome yeah. woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you realize that trying to 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 change your partner when you are bringing things that they need to change stop doing and all of that you have to have i love the the discussion we had earlier to say no you know what have a platform where you can sit talk about yeah. this so that you bring these things in a in a safe space than just throwing them out there mm. and because that is what literally destroys many relationships yeah so the moment a guy sees you as if you're trying to control him he runs away, even any lady. You yeah. see that you are in a relationship with a guy who wants to control you. you don't, nobody wants to be controlled. Mm-hmm. You get it? And, and especially in a relationship, everybody wants to, to, to have a love relationship where they are willing to change. So you realize that the growth, the point is, instead of trying to change your person, rather choose an approach of learning and growing together you know, with this person and understand that this person also has mistakes, has weaknesses and all, just as you do, you know, and learn and grow and mature together. And the best way you can deal with such things as well is also to just realize that you best can control your own actions and you rather can become um, better and express and love this person better and do better when you improve yourself, there's, there's a point where this guy sees that, no man, I need to change these things for my person because you have been this person, you know, and you can't make a person change. Unfortunately, nobody can make a person change unless a person wants to change for themselves. Mm-hmm. We have jail systems, so many correctional measures that we have 
those things they don't work that's why we have repeat offenders mm. serial offenders why because that system doesn't work if a person hasn't decided to change for you or for a reason they will not change you get it so if you're in a relationship and you see in that this person is not really changing you have really have to investigate you know and as you investigate you actually see that you know what i think probably this is how i can address this or probably this is a learning or a growth area that they need to grow in and maybe exposing them to that side of growing they can actually grow and become better and you know and you see it as a as an opportunity to 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 develop and grow together and as they grow you also grow everybody is happy but i think i think okay let me not talk about that as a mistake <laughs> but but i think i think that's basically those yeah. three things i think if 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 ladies could 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 know how to navigate themselves around this and 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 direct their efforts in the correct direction they will get relationships better you know the part of not assuming that it will end in marriage the part of understanding the role of sex in a relationship and the only story is God didn't say don't have sex God wants people to have sex that's why he created it yeah but he just has a time story to say no not this time but at this time so simply just do this and then as much you know so when you look at it you realize that the lady just masters not assuming masters the sex game and masters the the part of not trying to change the person and complains you realize that you have solved so many relationship problems that that come up in so many relationships Bef- before we close okay um so I, i'm just thinking on top of my head here yeah um <laughs> so a lady who doesn't get married mm-hmm. or a guy who doesn't get married is not going to have sex in their life simple as that yes you shouldn't <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways i'm not sex, sex is for married people it's for married people mm, okay for, sex is for husband and wife yeah we should keep it there yeah because you yeah. see we have tried to to be more liberal and say i ah, know we're liberal we you know we're reasoning we free will allow people yeah. to you know and now because of that you now you see a 16 year old boy and a 16 year old girl hmm. they say they want to have sex what are you going to tell them hmm. Hmm. you know are you going to tell them you're too young you you can't have sex hmm. you get it so when you look at it you realize that no before marriage it's there's no justific there's no there's no better way of explaining it to yeah. be to be a correct thing yeah. you know as long as it's before marriage but after marriage ha huh, we, we feel free yeah people should as much enjoy themselves actually i remember you when we were doing counseling said in marriage mm. that's why you have to do it more <laughs> exactly yeah. in, ma- in marriage you should have sex a lot outside of marriage nope no no marriage um, and yeah. when you look at it you realize that the spiritual aspect of it the devil himself um satan would want people to have as much sex 
outside of marriage mm-hmm. at less sex in marriage in marriage yeah. so yeah. for couples that are married certain doesn't want them to have sex mm-hmm. <laughs> those that are not married oh my goodness they are burning he's sponsoring them he's sponsoring them <laughs> <laughs> i think before before we close um I, i'm yeah. i'm definitely uh, i'm sure even the people who are listening they can actually feel like that there's actually a lot to talk about um there's a lot like we have not touched many things we didn't even touch the mistakes of of guys yeah and um i think maybe if you were to leave um either a couple mm-hmm. or someone who wants to be in a relationship or a young person out there maybe to address these three groups mm-hmm. now what is it that you can say you can say to them just mm-hmm. before we close yes advice yes advice get, get knowledge okay get knowledge that's the most important thing Um, I can't I can't explain that in two seconds but <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say get knowledge sure you sure. see everything that you do well in life is something that you know anything that you don't understand is spooky and mysterious to you you see Elon Musk um, enjoys SpaceX and going to space and there's a goal of taking a million people to Mars because he understands the game mm. you know an average person you tell them we're going to Mars they're like huh what's that going to mars how how does it even you know and all of that but the guy understands it and enjoys it and that's why he's successful in that area mm-hmm. you know so you realize that an area that you don't understand you will always suffer and you don't enjoy it but an area that you have mastered and you know you enjoy it so for marriage it's exactly the same thing and relationships get knowledge if you the more you know not knowledge that is you know from facebook and all of that now you know get real knowledge knowledge that's authentic knowledge that builds you know when you get that you realize that you can literally do this relationships thing closed you know with your eyes closed and you don't even have to it stops becoming something that you have to really struggle and try to figure yeah. out no you just know what to do you know when you're presented with a case you just know what to do you know how to handle it you know how to fix it mm-hmm. and so knowledge is it if you want to be successful in relationships in in relationships get knowledge read books get premarital counseling get marriage counseling get a coach get a mentor uh, watch videos listen to audio sermons listen to audio cds dvds um, i always listen to dr gary chapman in my car i think i've got two sets of dvds yeah. cds where he's teaching about some some very exciting things so get knowledge mm. that's all thank you very much pastor Uh, well, Tom Randu. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shifty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the plot, um, what we were planning, <laughs> literally you. just changed. Thank you. But yeah, guys, uh, this is Tega Podcast, mm. and um, for those who have been listening, you heard it from um, Walter. He said that we should go for for knowledge. It's yeah. important for us to get knowledge. It makes it makes this work easier, and. Uh, this is one of the knowledge that you can use use this this podcast you can even suggest this to to an, a couple that you know you like okay I just said some really powerful stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I, i want to guarantee you guys that there's going to be a next one and i know already people will be say that we want another one we want another mm-hmm. one so i'll just schedule another one very short very soon yeah so we can just continue with this uh mm-hmm. with this conversation yeah. yeah and i uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me and uh, welcome to stega podcast <laughs> thank you so much Shifi. i think i'm really excited uh for for what's ahead is as we have discussed and 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 excited and 
I think, um, thank you very much for welcoming me here and the platform to speak to your viewers. And I think if they have any questions, maybe for our next sessions that they want us to address, maybe they can send them to you. Yeah. And then we can discuss the things and see how we can help each other. But I'm really excited and happy to be here. Yeah, uh, I think talking about that, I, I just thought about um, uh, where can people get hold of you? Um, are you? Are you willing to be taking more clients that you can be working with and that I can just talk to you directly and um, also want to find out about the, the title of the book or do you want us to talk about the book when it comes out? When it comes out. We'll okay, when it comes out. Book. And then uh, like the, the, the contact. Right. Um, I think maybe you can share my email address. Your email address, okay. Um, when you know when you post and then those that want to contact me can contact me um, whether it's for premarital counseling or just relationship advice. They can just email me and then we can take it from there. Okay. All right. Um, that was uh, Walter Mrandu. Mr. Walter Mrandu. It's past So many things. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Guys, um, have a wonderful night. Cheers. Amazing.